Welcome to Behind the Body, the ultimate podcast exploring all things health, fitness, and lifestyle for women of all ages. Join your hosts, Andrea and Anna, as they bring you expert insights, personal anecdotes, and practical tips to help you live your best life. Whether you're a fitness enthusiast or just starting out, Behind the Body has got you covered. So grab your headphones, turn up the volume, and let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Body. We are so excited for today's episode. As you can tell, we have a little different setup today because we have a guest. And Anna and I are super excited about bringing on a guest because one thing that we really want to do in building our Behind the Body community is to interview and bring women to this platform that have experienced all these different experiences, have these different backgrounds that you can hopefully relate to and that hopefully can inspire you guys. And so today we have our very first interview, which we're excited for. I'm very happy. Thank (laughs) you so much, Aida, to be here with us. You know, Aida is my client almost three years now, and I haven't been watching this beautiful woman (laughs) just, you know, growing up as a person so much in the last three years. I can say that she's a different person now, and I'm very proud of her. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for being here with us and, you know, share a little bit about your journey. And I I know that it's going to be an amazing time. I'm so excited to, you know, to see what people going to thinking about your journey. I, you know, you inspire me. You inspire all of us. So thank you. I'm sure you're going to do the same for the audience. But um, anyway, take a second to introduce yourself and let our viewers and listeners know who a little bit about you. Sure. My name is Ida and I am originally from Los Angeles. And I first, like Anna was saying, uh, we met about three years ago and it was as simple as picking up the phone, calling the gym and seeing if they had trainers. And from there, we connected and we we hit it off. So you were interested in working out. You called the gym and you said, do you have a trainer that you can recommend? Yes. Okay. So what led to that? A lot of hardship. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of um, denial of needing, of me needing to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, during that time, I was underweight. Um, I was, my mind was just scattered everywhere Mm -hmm. and I really did not know what to do. Um, so my last resort and the last thing I was going to do was go to the gym. So I said, if this does not work, then I do not know what I'm going to do. Yeah. So I knew that I was not capable of going in there by myself and picking up a way I had I had no no direction so that's when I went ahead and and pick up the phone to just really ask for help honestly because it was it I had reached a dead end at that point in my life I think it's interesting that like as a society we are always looking mm-hmm. to be our smallest right? Like we always think smaller frame is better, you know, Mm -hmm. losing weight, being skinny, being thin, Mm -hmm. but you were already thin and you were Mm -hmm. looking to put on some weight. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is interesting for our listeners and for anybody out there, really, we don't consider that being a struggle. You know, we consider people who are underweight 
or thinner, like to be lucky, you know, in just society we do, Mm -hmm. right? So what about being underweight concerned you or bothered you or how did that make you feel? Well, I knew, well, at that point when I picked up the phone, I knew I was underweight. But years before that, I did not know that. I knew I was skinny. Mm -hmm. I knew that you know, my clothes fit, you know, differently from before when I had a little bit more weight on. And even though people were telling me, oh, you're very skinny. Oh, you're underweight. Oh, this and all that. It, I just, it, I just was not seeing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a mindset that just at that moment didn't allow me to see, you know, through. And I just, became very different as a person, just my personality, how I looked at life, how I was interacting with people, just everything was just very different, just very short-tempered, very, Mm -hmm. you know, agitated all the time, just unhappy, really. And where did Uh, that come from? Like, did that come from you not feeling good in your own skin? Or did that come from like other stresses of like life, things that you were going through? It was a combination of everything. It was a combination of my environment, um, friends, work was very stressful. uh, Just not, not being where I wanted to be in life or the aspirations that I had when I was younger, it was, they were not met. So it just seemed as if everything was just going, not necessarily against me, but just not in the direction where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. And that was making me very frustrated because I began to feel I was running or, yeah, n- essentially in a circle. I remember when we first met and I asked for her age. I was like, oh, my gosh. And she was so fragile. You how, know. Old, how old are you? I'm 36. So thir- you were 33 when you started to when you started to take control of your health and fitness, essentially. Correct. And uh, I I remember she's telling me like, oh, you know, when I was at college, I used it to look like that, to play sport. If, you know, she seems like missing that Ida so much. Mm -hmm. And I remember that I told her, you're going to look even better than you looked at before. And she was a little bit, you know, as she said, like she wasn't, open. So I'm happy that I helped her to open up and yeah, to see like, you know, she starts to see herself and realize, all right, so I need to do something. So I need to eat better. Mm-hmm. I need to, you know, to come to the gym. She drives over two hours to be at the gym. I just learned that about you, mm-hmm. which blows my mind. <laughs> Like you literally drive two hours to come to the gym to work out. So when you seeked out the gym that you go to, that we all go to now, did you live in San Diego? Um, I'm a hybrid. So when I'm at work, I have to travel. And when, you know, I'm here, well, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, It was just so crazy. Okay. Mm -hmm. What I think says a lot about your commitment, but also about the environment that the gym creates. right? And Mm -hmm. I think that is so important because... When we are there, we every time that we walk in, in the gym, we feel we want to work out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't want to work out before. And sometimes people, you know, people who's listening to us, watching us right now, if you try it, go to the gym and you didn't like, don't give it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go and look another one. The environment is very important and I believe it has a perfect place to everyone. Yeah. You know, you just need to find your vibe 
because that for sure helped her a lot. Yeah. She's everything about, you know, moda, style. And when I met her, she was coming to the gym like over. <laughs> and you need to see her now. You see. I you see you now. You are look at me now. Garota <laughs> She wants to run the sports bra. Yeah. <laughs> look at me now. Excuse me. <laughs> and I think that environment helped her to built that her confidence back yeah i know that she had it before but in some point life just go you know went hard on her as i feel they go harder in most of the women and because the society is like everything about men and the way we still fighting to get our right place in the society i feel it so it's so easy we just losing our power you know, during the our journey. And it was amazing to see her get back her her power, you know, and walking in the gym with a nice clothes, showing her body, not because she wants to get attention, but because she, she's confident she's proud of that. She got her yeah. power back. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is I think that was a huge part on her mm-hmm. process, you know, is Exactly to to find the the right environment to be. Yeah, what I think is so incredible is that so many of us like have the stresses of you know careers, um, family issues, relationship issues, spouses, whatever. There's so many stresses in life, and you can often feel overwhelmed. And it's like sometimes it's debilitating. You know, you just like don't know what to do to make yourself happy because you just feel uncomfortable in a space that you don't like, you know? And I think that we just, a lot of people just stay there Mm -hmm. without realizing like you can make one small step, right? Or or, not a small step. I don't mean undermine how important and big this step is to like reach out, call the gym, ask for a trainer and you just need to make the first step. Yeah, you just need to take one step Mm -hmm. and then how that can transpire into like this enormous personal growth and satisfaction, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just important to note because it's so easy to stay in this like cycle Mm -hmm. of unhappiness but the fact that you pulled yourself out seemingly i I would like to get to the rest of your story but seemingly you are in a much better place now right than you were back then much better because of the steps you took okay but i want to know so you called the gym and you said i'd like to come work out there but i don't know what i'm doing in the gym so can you recommend a trainer and they said we happen to know this trainer by the name of Anna Daltro, <laughs> world famous, and she would be great for you. So then you two met and started working out together. Yes. So that's how it went. So a few days mm-hmm. a week, you guys have been working mm-hmm. out together roughly over the last few years. Yes. Okay. We start three times a week mm-hmm. and it's she always there. Now tell, so I want to know from you, like, how is it working? Because I'm sure this is a unique situation where she's like, I need to put on some weight. I want to put on some muscle. I think like people, as you said before, we are so used to see the struggle about to lose weight. But honestly, gain weight is way harder. Oh, totally. Because when you see, it is not about that you're going to have all the French toast in the morning and then you're going to have some ice cream. We start our process first, giving her some... Uh, Solid workout, mm-hmm. so making her she was so fragile, so it was she was almost so uh, a fragile, 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 uh-huh. fragile. 
<laughs> See, three years, two years. You guys gonna get good on that. I promise you're gonna understand me very well with a little bit more time. <laughs> okay, but yeah, no, it is good if you're like correct. So make sure they gonna understand. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she was, you know, I I was so scared about she get hurt. Mm -hmm. So we start first making she a little bit stronger so that makes she have more appetite. Appetite. Uh -huh. Yeah, because before, again, she didn't want to eat, not because she didn't want to eat. She wasn't hungry. She mm -hmm. just looked to the food and whatever, mm -hmm. you know. And when you start to work out, you're going to get hungry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that really helped the process. Mm -hmm. So first, we start inside her transformation. Let me say it that way. No much depression, you know, giving her the first steps about working out, coming for no weight to 14 plates, you know, and then... No weight to 14 plates? <laughs> I feel like that should be like in a rap song or something. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty <And>, amazing. <laughs> and I want to ask you uh, how you felt during this process, you know, because for me it was kind of, okay, now she's ready for the next step. So let's talk about your nutrition. So what you should eat. So she starts eating more like, you know, egg is chicken again, because she wasn't eat like, she was almost like vegan, right? Mm -hmm. And we are like introducing back some food because mm -hmm. she needed, she was, you know. Protein deficient, yeah. nutrient deficient, yeah. because nutrient you didn't deficient. really have a set diet. You were yeah. just kind of eating eating whatever at that yeah. point and very light yeah and it honestly she looked like a teenager we're gonna mm -hmm. try to put some videos yeah, here we'll, so we'll put some video up uh -huh. you guys can see like how this amazing woman was you know and how actually you're gonna see the physical in the video and it's why we wanna you share how that was inside of you because Come from look like a teenager to look like a sexy, hot, <laughs> amazing, beautiful woman is a huge thing, mm -hmm. you know, and people don't understand when you are in that situation, it is so hard. You start to have like, uh, emotion, uh, when you cannot see yourself. Body dysmorphic disorder. Yes. And everything comes together yeah. and it is a process. So how... How do you did you feel during this process? How was you know to start to feel okay and start to feel good? I start to you know yeah because good. first you started the workout plan. So as Anna basically said, let's get you acclimated to the gym, to the equipment, to weights. Let's build some muscle slowly, and then mm -hmm. next let's clean up your diet. Let's put some structure around it. Let's focus on protein as a priority and some nutrients. Mm -hmm. So then you had like these sort of, this sort of like step approach to building your physique, right? Or, and, and your mm -hmm. nutrition. So like, how was this mentally for you? Uh, and I, and I asked because like a lot of people start a workout program or even a nutrition program. And it's like, some don't see results as quickly, you know, maybe some others see it a little bit more quickly, but either way, you are processing what's happening in your head every day as you go. You're looking at your physique, you know, you're dealing with life stresses. Like how, how are you processing all this? Well, in, in the beginning, it was very difficult. I have to admit, because just in the shift that I have had to make mm -hmm. in my life, it was just, how can I put it? 
just changing and transforming yeah. what my day-to-day was mm-hmm. to now fitting this in. Yeah. Something new, something different, something that I had gone to the gym maybe like 10 times mm-hmm. in my life, but really it was just their master, maybe a little treadmill, nothing really with weights. Yeah. And in the beginning, when I began to share this with my family, friends, and loved ones, I I received very different feedback. Mm. It went from, you're going to look like a man. Mm. Um, women don't work out. Yeah. Mm, why do you want to do this? And just very a lot of doubt and a lot of, I don't know what to say, like, what that, what, yeah, judgment, judge, criticism, mm-hmm. people feel threatened that or in some way about the fact that you are changing your life yes. and they don't understand it. So their natural inclination is to be like, that's wrong. Oh, yeah, because yeah. if you are doing something that they don't feel able to do, my dear, it's not, it's not good for you. Exactly. If, you know, if it, yeah. they are not able to prioritize themselves, oh, no. why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's mostly, that is the reason that the people, it's already, you know, go after when you start to do something that is very hard. Yeah, Nothing is harder to control our mind. Mm-hmm. And it's basically what we need to do. Mm-hmm. So you so, have to deal with all that criticism, the judgment, yeah. the, all, all everybody's different emotions about you changing your lifestyle. Yes. And especially because I'm Mexican American. Mm -hmm. So in our culture, just working out and whether it's a female or male, it's Mm -hmm. not really something that they support because they may find it, I don't know, unnecessary, whatever their opinion may be. So that was in itself another battle I had to conquer because already I, I, I had accepted the fact that this is what I was going to do. So that was already won. Now I had to fight this. Yes. You know, and, and, and I was like, okay, so in a sense, it did bring me a little bit of doubt of, well, is this for me? Maybe they're right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe what if this doesn't work? And I began to get in my head about it. But I knew that I needed to trust myself at that point mm-hmm. because I tried everything else and no one was able to help me. To what, what else did you try? Well, in the sense of like gaining weight, mm-hmm. just different diets. Yeah. Um, I was exercising, but I was running. So that was... You were part, you were Yeah, party, I was counterproductive. All, yeah. <laughs> so I was just doing the wrong things, you right. know? So I just decided to stop. But I knew that whenever... There's this fire in my heart. And whenever there's this undoubtful like belief of what I'm going to do and I stick to it, I succeed. This was it. And a lot of it had to do because Anna was my trainer. If it had been a male or someone else, maybe I would not have been as comfortable. But I decided to give it the shot. So while I was going with this doubt of whether it's going to work or not, I decided just to trust myself and and just trust the moment and continue the journey. And even till today, I still get the criticism. I still, you know, get the doubts, the side, whatever it may be. But now I know that that has something to do with them. It has nothing to do with me. And I have to continue to trust myself and and really shut those voices in my head when it's negative or when it's doubtful, because I know that I'm going to succeed and I'm, I'm going in the right direction because I... That's my my mental, but I just feel better. It just it's just the body will tell you what's for you. Yeah. 
And uh, for me, it's why my my job is much more than only go to the gym mm -hmm. and, you know, give to you guys what to do, help with the form and with the weight. I remember many times when I hug you that I could feel you were shaking inside, that you mm -hmm. are going through a very, very hard time. And I was telling you, I'm not going to give it up on you. You better don't give it up on yourself. How many times I call you like, hey, I don't want to see you late again. Mm -hmm. I don't care what's going on. That is your time. I'm here for you. I'm not going to let you stop. You got this. Mm -hmm. And so many times I hold her so tight in my arms that it was like, just asking God, like, don't let she give it up. Because you guys have no idea what this woman already went through. <laughs> you know, it, I know. And I can tell it's a lot. It is so easy to just say, like, whatever. Mm. And feels like life is that and is the end, like she said. But I'm so glad that God put me on her way. Because no way. I never, never. Doesn't matter what she uh, tell me. I'm going to say, like, you better be here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> you know, you cry here, but mm -hmm. you come. Because I know to that point was a COVID, was a very hard time to mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah. And we are went through and how the hard time to be at the gym and working out and how the clothes open, reopen, closed, mask, no mask. Yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, if there's a time to give up, that's the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> most people gave up. Yeah. She started when, uh, you know, most people want to give it up. For me, it is part of my mission, and it's why it was so important to have she here. It is because I know how this fitness and everything just transformed her. Just she brought her for, I don't want to live anymore. That is nothing to me here anymore to like, I want to conquer. I want to take over the world. It's how I feel her right now. Yeah, which I, I do too. And I absolutely love that. And I'm curious, you know, some people start like a workout program or a nutrition program with like an end goal in mind, you know, like I want to, you know, reach X weight or mm -hmm. I want to be able to like have this goal at the gym. And then in which case then I'm good. You know, I don't need a trainer. or I just don't need to keep continuing on this journey. Like, did you have a set goal? I know we're talking three years after you started. So I guess my guess would be, you know, now you're in it for the lifestyle, but I'm just curious as to like what that looked like in your mind. I did have a goal. I know that when I was in college, I was about 140. Mm -hmm. I'm five, five and a half. So I knew that if I were to reach 140 pounds again, it would be a miracle, mm -hmm. honestly, at that point. And that was the goal. And I remember telling Anna, like, it's just, you know, like, I just, it doesn't feel right. I just don't have my butt, you know, like, it just, you know, it, I just don't feel like in, in my, in my body, in my skin, I just don't feel that it's me. Like, I know I'm in here. It's just not my body. So that was the, the goal, you know, just gaining back that that body that I had. And I remember, you know, and you mentioned it earlier that not only was I going to get my body, my body back, but I was going to get it back even better. And sitting here, um, you know, I have reached the 138. I'm, act I'm actually 135, 136, you know, it fluctuates, yeah. but the goal has been met and exceeded because my body 
is better, you know, from back then. I mean, and don't you love that? We, ha- I think this is our, our mantra. We just keep approving with age. Well, I have the best <laughs> sentence. I have to say that because I'm 42. Yes. This, so. We don't get old, we get better. <laughs> yeah, exactly it's, right. it's the mantra that I repeat yes. myself every day. I'm not getting old, I'm getting this better. Is what we, this is, <laughs> yeah. But it's true. I mean, yeah. put in the work and that's yeah. what happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Keep it, in the work. it is so much better being now 38 than when I was 28. 100%. I know what I want. I know I'm proud of myself. Yeah. It was amazing being my train is true. But now I just feel like my We're best self. Yeah. Yeah. We're fine yeah. like wine. And I know I'm not <laughs> even close to hit my best. Yet. I know. Me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so I have a question like about is you have a significant other. Yes. And you have been together for a long time. Yes. So I'm curious, you know, I feel like s- some women may not have that support. You, you probably hear it from like, uh, you know, like extended family and friends and loved ones, like you said, especially in more traditional families or cultures mm-hmm. where working out is not necessarily something that's the norm. But a lot of us have spouses or significant others that may be, I don't want to say threatened, maybe that's not the right word, but like, you know, they're so used to you a certain way. And mm-hmm. then now you're going like through this life, body, mind, soul, you know, transformation that could be a little bit hard or challenging for them to get accustomed to and or support. And so I'm curious, like, how was that? And I don't want to say, did he support you? Well, that's like a little bit, mm-hmm. but like how, you know, how was navigating that? through your growth yeah and definitely i think like other relationship when we change the relationship gonna change as well right yeah, like exactly. how well, he's you... affected your relationship and what and how he's involved yeah. in everything right you show up differently right because you feel different you're you know you're just you're vibing different you know in your own skins well, in the beginning it was difficult because it was something he did not understand and mm-hmm. to him it came from the from left field yeah when I said, hey, um, so I'm going to go to the gym, I did research because I did. I looked at every gym in San Diego just to find the best one because yeah. I wanted to give myself the best shot. And he was taken back by it. He was not sure um, if this was for me or if this was something I should be doing because, mm-hmm. again, he's Mexican and that's not the norm in the culture and especially for a female to be going into right. the gym. So at first, he was very uncomfortable in the sense of just my body changing. He yeah. was concerned. He was mm-hmm. like, okay, so how much muscle do you plan right. to, you know, <laughs> to gain or put on? And I was like, it's going to be normal. And that was something very specific um, that I clarified when I called the gym. I said, I want a trainer, preferably a female, where I could have muscle but have a feminine body. I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, overdo it. You know, I'm okay with just a little bit of muscle. Um, So in the beginning, it was challenging. It was challenging because he was pulling one way and I was pulling the other way. He was more in the comfort zone of you're fine. It is what it is. Nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. And I could understand where he's coming from because he's not inside of me. He's not feeling what I'm feeling. He's not going through what I'm going through. And he thought that I was you know, usual Ida was going to be, okay, you're right. It's not Mm -hmm. for me. Let me just let that go. But that fire and that voice, there was one voice that just kept nagging at me and just in my head. My voice. (laughs) (laughs) The Brazilian accent coming. 
<laughs> so I, I pushed through. I yeah. pushed through and I did not give up on myself. I told myself that I'm going to give myself this best shot and I'm going to go all the way in. Mm -hmm. Because when I do things, I don't do um, look like lukewarm. Yeah. I do it with fire and I do it to win. Yeah. I don't do things to just, you know, leave things halfway or, 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 or for failure. And, and that really in the beginning, there was some conflict because again, you know, we we're both going in different, <laughs> you know, directions. And, um, I knew that if I continued on this journey, there was going to be a possibility that he might not stick around, but I needed to put myself first, you know, in, in this situation, I needed to just follow through and just do that self-care, that self-love and just keep nourishing myself with everything that I could and giving back to me because I knew that if he was not going to stick around and not support me for something that is for my well-being, then is that a person that I want to have around? So through the journey and, you know, the hiccups that we had through it all, you know, long story short, now he's going with me to the gym. Oh, good. Now I am showing him certain exercises, correcting maybe even his posture. He sometimes even comes up to me and says, hey, so when you do these, you know, do I do it like that? Or or what is the difference between this? Like now I'm his trainer. Yeah. His personal <laughs> trainer, you yeah. know? Like, and I'm like, okay. But with that, it was a beautiful thing because as I was sculpting myself and really like chipping away, I uh, honestly, I see you as a sculptor and I'm the, the, the marble stone and you're just like chipping away and you're finding, you know, me in between all of that. And now we grew not only stronger together, mm -hmm. but we evolved to become better, better couple. Yes, but better individuals yeah. as well. And I watched that happen. Yeah. And I'm so happy because first, we never gonna be in a happy relationship if we are not happy. So that is the point. Relationship is already very hard. If we are not happy, doesn't matter. We're not going to be happy in the relationship mm -hmm. because our happiness is only our responsibility. When we come to a relationship, both need to work on. But if you are like fragile in a hard time, you know, in a hard uh, spot, in a dark spot, it is so hard to be happy, to make the other happy. And what I saw on those last three years, she started to be herself again. So the idea that he met was back, but mm -hmm. even better. And he started to go to the gym and support her and see him. It's like, Anna, go you know, I was like, I'm going to kill her, kill her, mm -hmm. you know, like being there, all the team doubt event, he goes now, you know, be part of that. Yeah. And that it's amazing. And it's what we need to understand in order to be a good wife, a good mother, a good businesswoman, a good employee, whatever we want to be good, we need to be good first to ourselves. Yeah. And I think it's when everything changes, when she realized, I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to put my garota fitness. I'm going to the gym. You know, I'm going to meet people. I'm alive. And when she starts to feel herself, her relationship went better. Her partner is happier. So make she happier too. And 
she start to take care more about his own self because he got inspired by her. And that's when I say, if everyone who is judging people who is doing the work, do the same, go to the gym, work out, eat it good, the world's going to be better. You're going to have, you know, more happy people around. And it was amazing to see how the, the, I can say the evolution of the relationship. And again, everything is started inside. Mm -hmm. So when we see this pretty woman right now, it is because inside I have a happy woman. Otherwise, it is only a body. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And it's why behind the body that... Uh, this platform that we are doing together is very important mm -hmm. to us because you can see either walking around, you're going to say like, ah, this hot chicken, she's <laughs> confident, you know, and you're never going to have idea how hard life went on her and how she overcome everything, not only by going to the gym. But that is started the revolution inside, let's say. Like, I just love so much. I know. And also, what I like about your story with your boyfriend is that it's okay not to understand somebody's intention or, like, their reasoning behind why they want to maybe pursue fitness or pursue nutrition and just better themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that can be confusing, especially when you've been together a while and you know somebody to be a certain way. And now they want to kind of pivot and go a different way. But like, it just sounds like you guys had good converse. I would expect that you had a pretty open, honest, mm -hmm. good conversation about what you wanted, about how he felt. And then eventually, like you guys could sync up, you know, which I think is great because I think it's hard maybe for people to articulate like, you know, no, I don't want to go to the gym or I don't want to eat better just because I want to look better. You know, like sometimes it's hard just to like say, I know I want to feel better from the inside. I want to feel like my old self, you know, I want to feel like a, a different, but better person, mm -hmm. you know, and then for somebody else to understand from your perspective, why or what that looks like. I just think it's like, it's just a beautiful thing when it comes together, you know, yeah. because it doesn't always and it, understandably, it's a hard and it is so easy to say, like, I love you the way that you are. Yeah. So why? Exactly. You are trying to get attention for other people. Yeah. You try, you know, to get this. It is not. It is about, I'm not even going to say about the health thing, about to get, you know, to aid well and be able in the future to have a good life. Because this is an investment. Yeah. If you want to invest, invest in yourself, start with your health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to pay a lot of, you know, for the doctors later. Mm -hmm. But it's not only that. It's, again, go to the gym. It's not only the way that you look. It's not only the endorphin, the serotonin that you're going to get. It's start to the first thing is to convince yourself to be there. To be stronger than your best skills. To make your mind to do something that you don't want to do. Who likes to go hard in the leg press and put mm -hmm. 14 plates? We like after. But, you know, to just go there, get in the traffic, get in the parking lot fight, you mm -hmm. know, and put yourself to sweat, to make an effort that you couldn't skip. Sometimes we are lazy to, to go to the kitchen and get some water. We totally. are dying yeah. in the sofa. I will be like thirsty. 13, yeah. like, someone. <laughs> right. After I flip and it's right there and I'm like, can't get up. Imagine to go to the gym. 
And you guys, it's when you became stronger mentally. It's uh, when the, 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 the magic happened. Yeah. It's here. Mm -hmm. I do think, you know, I think about it often, like the best way to increase your own self-esteem and your own self-worth is to keep your commitment to yourself. Mm -hmm. I just think there's nothing more powerful than keeping your commitments to yourself. And I commend you because having the school out of your comfort zone that your friends and family and loved ones don't really understand, making the drive, seeking out the gym, seeking out the trainer, like all of these steps that you took to improve yourself in an effort to get to, to achieve your goals, like that is so commendable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's just pretty amazing and unique in a lot of ways. And I think that that's what changes you too, is like you are keeping those commitments to yourself day in and day out, despite all of the pressures and influences and all the reasons why you could pivot and go back to your old self, you know? So I yeah. just think that's pretty phenomenal. Oh, thank you. I think you got the first goal, but uh, you obviously, that word is right now. Obviously. 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 <laughs> that word, that's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you got your first goal, but now we have new goals. Yes. So what are we working towards now? Well, like press 20 plates? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just continuing on. But um, I do plan, you know, to compete, you know, this <gasps> year. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I love like this podcast is not all about bodybuilding, but <laughs> for some reason we just love competing. I don't know, there's something I think I think we're just all competitive people yeah. and yeah. individuals. So yeah. like something like a goal like that is very appealing to us. But so that's amazing because that's yeah. the first I'm hearing about this. But this is great news. No, yeah, and at first, you know, when it was brought up, uh, Rick, you know the the gym owner he would tell me and he would just bring it up and i would laugh it off like yeah. yeah right you know like who am i to be you know competing and this and that and he you know continuously told me anna told me they yeah. me. but i was taking it so lightly or so sort of in a sense it's something so far reached mm -hmm. that it's a joke but here we are now i mean i i, I stuck to it and and really it, a lot of it had to do with yes discipline and being responsible and all that stuff but really the promise to myself yeah the promise to myself of always putting myself first not in a selfish way in a way where i will better myself and and it's things that are for good mm -hmm. Um, and not really considering other people's opinion when it comes to that, because I only know myself best. Yes. So I know what I need and I do appreciate maybe other people's opinions. But at the end of the day, I need to hear my inner voice and trust myself and 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 communicate, because while all of this was happening, it was more like a battle, like fighting with people and mm -hmm. opposing. But I learned through that, that I just need to communicate, be short, don't give so many explanations to people, do what I have to do and move forward. Yeah. Because if I stay in that spot, trying to convince people, trying to explain to to everyone why I'm doing it, how I'm going to do it, if I'm going to do it, when I'm going to do it, I'm going to stay there. Yeah. I'm going to stay in that exactly. spot. Exactly. And and there goes my future, there goes my goals, there goes my dreams, there goes my life, really. And I don't want 
at the end of life to be in, you know, my deathbed and having the biggest regret of I should have listened to myself and not pleased everyone else. That's such a great point. Like, such a great point. And sometimes it's like we want to share because we want that buy-in and that support from our Mm -hmm. community. Yeah, But you you have to acknowledge when you just are not going to get what you need from certain people and share less, you know? And I don't know if that's a sad reality. I think it's just a reality, you know? I mean, not everybody there is going to understand your soul, Mm -hmm. understand what's best for you. Only you can do that, you know? And if there are people in your world that aren't going to understand or be supportive, then you're absolutely right. Then don't let them influence what you do and don't do. Just share less. I like to say that when we don't care about the other people, it's when we find our peace. Yeah. You know, it is so hard to please everyone. Like, oh, you like me. You're going to like what I do. I remember when I started, I got so much more support from people outside of my life than from people in my life. Mm -hmm. Took a little while to understand that I was serious about it. That I was competing because that is a lot of involved. My future, it wasn't because I want to look good. My, you know, I was working very hard. And when they see that, oh, right. I think it's because they know us. They're like, ah, it's too hard. Yeah. Uh, how is she going to do it? Right? Yeah. But it, it is when we became stronger. And then they start to ask us, how you did it? Right. Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Right. And support us. But I feel like the support most of the time is start outside. And then... People close to us, you yeah. know, they take serious because again, it's so hard to see someone doing something that we don't feel able yeah. to do. It's so easier to think like, oh, she's going to give it up anytime. I'm going to be just waiting her. She said, come yeah. and telling, you know, that it was very hard. Or if they don't, I mean, I still have friends to this day that don't support me in my competing goals, you know, and not that they're unsupportive outright, you know, like, I don't think you should be doing that. They're unsupportive in other ways where they like make little comments about my weight or what I'm eating or I want to meet them, (laughs) (laughs) but it's okay. You know why it's okay. It doesn't affect me at all because I'm so confident. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sure of my goal and and what I'm doing, like that, that's so fulfilling to me, you know, I don't need anybody else's validation. And then they want the best for you. You know, sometimes yeah. it's not even because they just feel it's too much, it's too hard. Yeah. Why are you doing that? They it. miss the friend. Yeah, I know. Who's going out having wine yeah. and, you know, dinners. And I mean, I miss that person too. But, it's, yeah. you know, it's great. And so you're going to compete. So yes. that's amazing. And I'm assuming that there's like, of course, Anna doesn't ever like to plan shows. We like to work, 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 and then see when mm-hmm. we're ready. So you're in that process process yes yes i'm in that process and and with that it's just that work that i have to do continue to do because even though i am in an okay spot i could never say that you know my work is done Mm -hmm. it's 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 always improving yeah it's improving myself but it's it's the inner work yeah but it's also the environment mm-hmm. work that I have to continually do. It's not that, okay, I got the, the, 
the way that I desired and happy ever after. No, there's more to it. Like as you continue to grow in this field or just as a person, it, it, it does get harder. It does get lonelier. And, and, and this is a truth that a lot of people don't talk about, that when you're going on the right path, you start, you begin to lose people, whether 100%. it's family members or, or, or friends or whatever it may be. And that was a very hard pill for me to swallow. Mm -hmm. Because I was feeling almost disarmed in a way, like like lonely, like mm, like in a desert, really. And and that's when those doubts come in. Is this the path you're gonna take? Is is this worth it? Yeah. You know, are you gonna continue to do this, Ida? Right. And and I had to tell myself, yes, yes, yeah. I am, because. If I'm going to lose those people, it's because they were never my people. Yeah. And the right people will come along in that journey. Yes. I mean, very well said. And it's a sad reality. You mm -hmm. know, it is a sad part of it. But I like that is so honest, you know, mm -hmm. and such a hard part of putting yourself first in a non-selfish way, but taking care of your own mm -hmm. well-being and growing as an individual that you do lose people. Yeah. And before I, I was very hurt, honestly, yeah, of because course. you, 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 I mean, for me, I lost people that I never thought, yeah. you know, I would have that I would have them for the rest of my life, you know, in, in my life. But I, I just learned to just accept it and, and don't get worked up about it and just continue to love myself and, and just move forward. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing at that point I can really do. Just accept it. Thank you for being so honest about that. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's it's hard, but yeah, when we decide that we, you know, is the most important person of our life, mm -hmm. only people who really, you know, loves you are gonna stay mm -hmm. because it is so easy to say like you're selfish. For example, if you call me on Sunday, like let's do something, like no, I mean meal prep. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, but you are not a good friend, like. Well, I need to be a good friend for myself. First, and if, yeah. first if I don't do the meal prep, I'm going to have the terrible week. So, yeah, to, to make the decision that uh, we are the most important person and work on that, it is a hard way to go. But it's the only way that we have. Only way mm -hmm. you'll be truly fulfilled and happy during your lifetime, mm -hmm. you know, because again, relying on yourself only and not the validation or of support others. of others, yeah. you know. Because we keep looking outside something that is inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you are looking for your happiness is in you, you need to find it. Yeah. You know, go to the gym, eat better. Not only because you're going to look physical better, but you are going to be taking care of yourself. Yeah. You know, that is helping you be a better person. It's like you. I know many things change in your life since you start to take care better of mm -hmm. yourself, mm -hmm. you know, and it's very hard. Yeah. Because we're going to see everything going to try to, oh, your mother going to need you. Your partner gonna need you. Your friends gonna need you, and you're just gonna okay. But maybe I have the gym at this time. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm gonna skip. No, work think around. But your time is your time, and you guys know how how I'm like about this. It's why I like you guys be there on time. It's an hour of session because it's the only time today that is about you guys. It's about us when we are working out our body, but also giving to our brain 
the self-love, you know, like the time, you know, to be about you, to talk about, you know, our gossips. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I think a lot of change. What do you think most change after you start to all your this new journey, this new chapter in your life? What yeah, like most how has changed? fitness and your nutrition program, how has that in a nutshell, to sum it all up, like changed your life? It has changed my life because it has proven that I could be walking in the darkest valleys and I, I'm able to pull myself out of that into the light in in the sense of not giving up um just keep going and you know if if you're going through hell keep going why stay there and it has changed because that mindset that I have now I did not have before mm -hmm. Before I was thinking, well, if I'm here, I deserve this. You know, there's no way out. This, my poor choices, you know, brought me to this. Yeah. And I have to learn to be also kinder to myself. I'm only human. I make mistakes. Yes, poor choices probably have poor consequences, but there's always something you can do there's always that 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 last move that you have once you think that there's nothing you can do there's always that one step that one phone call that will change yeah. everything so it, it it really has changed my mindset more than anything and that has made me continue to to kind of work on myself yes physically but i could apply this in in other areas in my life like in work the discipline the dedication you know if if something is painful mentally just keep going you know you're you're going to get there you you have to push through you you it's kind of like the sets i'm going to get this set done yeah you know like whatever <laughs> you, you know you got this yeah <laughs> so in a nutshell it has changed me to also go for the things i don't want to do because you know as i was i mentioned earlier the gym was the last resort it was mm -hmm. the last thing i wanted to do because i didn't want to do it yeah i didn't want to go to the gym why yeah. am i going to go to the gym for you know like oh and all that time and and that dedication and those weirdos you know in there with their protein shakes and <laughs> you, know, yeah, the, you know all of that like that's not my click yeah. you know that's not my jam but i realized that if i just try it you know and just give myself that that mm -hmm. chance you never know yeah and i'm glad that i gave myself that chance and i had the strength to pull through and i'm just you know glad to be here and glad that that through it all in in the working out i in that journey i realized that it was also changing mm -hmm. my mindset at, at the time i did not know a lot of people call it depression i just call it just a dark valley mm -hmm. you know just a, just a low point in my life uh, and and that was the other thing is just um, be more vocal about it because in my culture, you know, you know, what's wrong with you? Right. What are you? You, you know, the, we call those emos, you know, right. like, you know, go, you know, just, you know, go and do something, you know, or start doing chores or, yeah. you know, yeah. get your mind on your time for that, right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. 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 What is this? Like, you know. But now I am able to communicate and, and say, hey, you know, like, you know, I was going through this. I tried this and these are my results. You know, back then it was more you just going through something. You just keep it to yourself. Right. You know, and don't ask for help because you're not worthy of it. Or, you know, those are things we you, you don't talk about right. or you, you know. So I learned to just not care of 
what people think so much because I never really did, but not care to the sense of accepting to lose people that my my truth may hurt yeah. them, you know? Like, right. I learned so much about you like during this time and I'm so inspired and I'm so like, it's so incredible to hear where you started and then to hear your goal, everything in between. But like, two completely different worlds, you yes. know, I just, that's like so amazing to me, like that you have been able to accomplish so much, you know, I will be there at your first show, you know, cheering you <laughs> on, you. you're gonna have a whole family of people who support <laughs> you and understand you yeah. and like love you for that mm-hmm. and admire like your strength to be able to do that, mm-hmm. especially coming from where you started. So thank you for sharing that with us. And I guarantee you're gonna inspire so many people who listen and watch this podcast. And even, even you know, going back to the competition, even that it's still a little nervous yeah. just because it's just something new. It's like something I never have done. And when I was telling my family and loved ones, they were like, well, why are you going to do that? Why are you going to throw yourself in a thong and go up on stage for, you know? <laughs> Ladies don't do that. It's a Brazilian cut, by the way. It's oh, my thong. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with that all, it's just, you know, going back to the mind and saying, yes. hey, you committed, you know, like this is something that you want to do and do this for yourself. And, and if, it's okay if they don't understand. Yeah, no. How, it's not about this. Yeah, no. Them. And they may see it that way. I see it as in an art form. Yes. Yes. I, we are the bodybuilder for who compete, who leave this world. The, the men who are going to be there, they're not going to even look to your glutes like as ass. It's going like to look like a glutes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. They're like, oh, her tiny. It's, or not her, a, no. it's not a vanity sport. It's not like a thing. thing. No, yeah. it's no. not at all. No. It is like art. Yeah. yeah. And especially because it was a vanity thing, then we wouldn't, you know, be going to the gym and working out and, and putting in the work. It exactly. was a vanity thing. You just show up. Take off your clothes, twirl around and, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, but there's more to it, you and know, than that. people just don't understand it. And that's okay because it's a very complicated yeah. sport and, that's, mm-hmm. it's, and it's not mainstream. It's not like, you know, you're not playing soccer on TV, you know, mm-hmm. you're, it's a physique sport and it's, it's weird. It's a weird world that people aren't accustomed to. And that's okay to not understand yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, definitely we're going to do it. <laughs> and uh, compete is all the level of understand yourself and uh, hard work. If you're asking me, I have, you know, done aging shows, so many victories, but it is the time that I was in tears doing my cardio that I remember mostly the time. Yeah. Not as like, oh, poor me, like, but yes, I did it. Is that, again, it is to go for so uncomfortable place to get your mind strong because anything, if you tell me like I need to do work in 12, 20, so many hours you bring to me, I do it because I know people think bodybuilding is a physical sport, but it's a mental sport. Exactly. It's when you put it here, mm-hmm. you're going to do it. Mental She's first, so physical like, second. Yeah. <laughs> well, the mental drives the physical. Yeah. If you don't have the mental you're not going to get the physical right. for sure mm-hmm. because it's when you're going to have the actual peanut butter, you know, the actual oatmeal. You are in 11, 12, some calories. Yeah, t- 11 yeah. and 12, yeah. And you are amazing, beautiful, living <laughs> alive <laughs> because you're mentally strong for that, yeah. you know. 
But yeah, I thank you so much. Yes. It means a lot to me start this interview series with you. As Andrea said, we are so excited to share all kind of, you know, journey. And it is so usual, usual, see people want to lose weight, but to tell the struggle, to put away on, you know, to force yourself to eat, to go to the gym, and the most important, all the, the change that you have done it in your entire life, in your job, mm -hmm. in your relationship, the way that people look at you mm -hmm. now is different because you are presenting yourself. Differently, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And I'm so proud of you. No, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> and thank you for being part of oh, this journey with me. You know that I always tell you that this was never going to be possible without you, Anna. You thank know that. You. You were just, we were match made in heaven, honestly. Oh, I was yeah. going to say that same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, yeah. And <laughs> so, yeah, because, you know, from starting, you know, to always seeing everything so far reached as far as competing and all of that. And now we're here, you know, now that this is something that's actually ha happening it's it's really a miracle. It's something just remarkable. And I just can't wait just to see, you know, that next level. Yeah. So thank you for, for being there with me. Oh. And, you know, sometimes I'll get to the gym, like, wow, like crying and I don't want to be here and just so distraught. And you just pushed me and just made me like put back that focus and that valid self validation, you know? So, so thank you. Of course. Yeah. It's my pleasure. And I know that God put on my way, my girls, because we have a special mission together. Yeah. So first I help you guys get the power back. Then we have others yes. to get. Yeah. And that's and, what hopefully we're doing here with yeah. this yeah. podcast. It's definitely the, the reason that we're here. Thank you to accept it to be here. Of yes, course. thank you so much. Will you come back after you compete and talk to us about that experience for you? Yes. I also think it's commendable as being older, starting your competition mm -hmm. journey also, because, you know, we got to represent yeah. these little young 20-year-olds. <laughs> uh, let's kick some young butt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you, everybody, mm -hmm. for joining us. If you have any questions, let us know. Please like, subscribe, and um, we will be talking to you next time on the next episode of Behind the Body. Thanks for listening to Behind the Body, the podcast that's all about helping women prioritize their health and wellness. Remember, small steps can lead to big results and progress, not perfection, is the goal. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. You can also follow us on Instagram and YouTube and let us know what topics you want us to cover next. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you next time on Behind the Body.